Welcome to EY Access with your host, Eric Young. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of EY Access. I am the EY and EY Access. My name is Eric Young, the President Creative Director of EY Studios, and joined by my EY crew, some of them at least. We have Tara. Tara is our executive producer. How's it going, Tara? Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm great. And Sean Callahan. What's going on, Sean? Oh, not too much. Happy to be here. Great. And Michael, Michael the man, Baker. I'm now contractually obligated to say that now, Sean. Every time I refer to him, he's the man. Is right. that part of his hiring contract? Yes. I didn't even realize that at the time. But. I wear my sunglasses all the time. Right. I have to have them on. How's everybody doing? Doing good. And so we're talking about IRC. We just got back. Uh, Friday, uh, this is Tuesday, and uh, it was a heck of a trip. Uh, Tara, I know you went last year, and uh, it was a pretty big departure, I must say, from 2015 to 2016 in terms of the enormity of the show. Well, I think, you know, one of the things I saw was that the booths were on point. I mean, there was a lot of money spent on those booths. I've heard different things about the attendance. Uh, It seemed up to me. I heard a few different um, reports it was down a little bit. I don't know what the official numbers are, but there was a lot of people there. I, you know, it was milling around. What do you think, Sean? Oh yeah, it's like it was, some of the aisles were even hard to walk down because there was people spilling out of the booths, people walking, especially in between the sessions. There was just a ton of traffic in there to me. But admittedly, this was my first IRCE, so to compare it to last year, I'm not the guy to make that call. Right. Well, to compare it to last year, from what I've heard about you guys talking about it, the booths and all the different. Tactics you could say people were using to draw people into the booths and how very aggressive. About, how you talk about how the aisles were packed and stuff that didn't seem nearly as yeah. intense last year. So yeah. it's exciting to see the industry growing and the booths getting more intense and all that kind of stuff. Very much. And uh, Sean, this was your first IRC. It was also your first trip to Chicago, the Windy City. What'd you think? That's right. I was very impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flight in was a little rough. But, it was the uh, roughest <laughs> flight. I've, it was just like. They didn't land. They just kind of dropped onto the tarmac. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you could think of something delicate <laughs> and fragile, this was not it. Uh, the lady next to me freaked out and got out of her seat as we were landing and like hit the ground hard. I literally crawled into the bathroom where she puked. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, it was. Uh, yes, yes, that happened. Thankfully, not on me. <laughs> <laughs> Baker, first trip to Chicago for you as well? Chicago was great. Yeah? I, I loved it. Um, I mean, the food was amazing. Uh, the people were very friendly. Um, you know, being from the, the South, we have our Southern hospitality. And uh, they showed us showed us a little Chicago hospitality up there. Yeah. So, so I had a great time. Yeah, I've uh, been to Chicago several times. I've been to New York once. I like Chicago a whole lot more than New York. It smells better for one thing. They know they put the trash in the back of the building in Chicago versus New York. They just leave it out there. I will say one thing that really impressed me was how many people walk in the city of Chicago. A lot of walking. A lot of biking. Yeah. People everywhere. It stressed me out to think of driving in that city Mm -hmm. because so many people were on foot. Um, So yeah, it it was crazy to get around, but everything was within walking distance. Like there's so much to do. So you guys walked. I Ubered. Okay. I mean, Jay turned me on to Uber when we went to San Diego. Uber's awesome. So why why walk when you can be driven is my (laughs) philosophy. What what do you think, Baker? Um, Yeah, the Ubers were nice. We we met some uh, friendly characters in the Ubers. But um, you actually the, talked to a prospect in we, the in an Uber. He called us the next day. Good he job. Did. He did. We, yeah. uh, <laughs> we we were leaving one of the parties, and uh, we we decided to share an Uber with a gentleman, and we started talking about e-commerce, and uh, he liked the product, so he called us back. We were amazed. Very it's, good. It's great stuff. So let's talk about IRC itself and describe it for those that 
may have not gone. Uh, like we talked about, very busy, a lot of big booths, a lot of money spent on those booths. Um, what got your attention? What booths in particular really stood out? I've got to say Shopify. Mm -hmm. um, Shopify, their booth, you couldn't see inside of it. It was a big black box. Um, and they had a doorman that was letting you into the booth. So it brought almost this sense of mystery and you really wanted to get inside to see what was going on in there. Um, Not me. I mean, it's too much mystery for me. It looked like a big haunted house. Like I just, I saw a big black box and I just kind of crossed that off my list and kept walking. I, I let you guys kind of explore your that. Sense of adventure? I, I didn't have any sense of adventure. I just want to go up and talk to people, but I, I didn't want to go in the black box. Now I wasn't scared. It just didn't hold my attention. But it did for you, Sean. You walked into the box. What did you think? I went into the box. I, I actually asked a couple of people about it. And early on, a lot of people thought that it wasn't even a booth, that it was kind of something under construction because the way it was <laughs> black and in the it's middle like of everything. Yeah. yeah, I think if they didn't have the Shopify name on it that people right. already knew, I don't know that it would be as successful. But like you said, I did bite the carrot. I went inside, uh, had to see what was going on in there. And essentially... Um, it was a big white room once you got through there where they had a bartender, they had a virtual reality simulation set up, mm -hmm. um, a lounge area. There's a lot of people in there, including some of their salespeople. So that was the gimmick, right? <laughs> they, they got you in there, they had you trapped, they had a guy by the door, you weren't getting out without talking to somebody, but right. it was successful. There was a lot of buzz around it. Well, you know, when you have all these, these amazing booths out there, uh, you have to do something to get your attention, right? I mean, it's not just the booth itself. So we saw a lot of gimmicks, didn't we? We saw, uh, I think there was a mentalist yep. there who's going to read your mind or something there. Is that right? Oh, yeah. He, uh, he went through this whole spiel to, to guess some numbers. I think there might have been some some planting going on of some of the subjects that were involved. You don't say. It definitely yeah. got your attention. It was new and innovative, something I hadn't seen before. But yeah, there was a lot of different stuff like that, whether it be magicians or mascots, all sorts of different stuff. Yeah, the mascots were, were, were crazy. There, was, there were a lot of big, sweaty mascots out there. They were sweating through the, the big padding. What do you think about the mascots? I saw somebody that looked like uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah a lot of wigs. A lot, a lot of, wigs. yeah. I heard you were going to dress up next year, Eric. Yes, I'm thinking about dressing up as the platform monster. You know, it's just it's just a big multi tentacled purple monster. What do you think? Is that? You know, I think that'd be perfect. For it's you. great for the kids. Yeah. Um, so the food was there too. I didn't see a lot of food last year, Tara. But there's a lot of scents and just general smells. Some good, some not good. But what what do you think about the food there? Um, as you're walking around, you can smell the food. Uh, lots of popcorn. A lot I of alcohol, it. too. They're on the preview, yeah. Smell the beer. Smell yes. like a brewery in yes. some areas. The best was, I don't know if you guys saw it, but the bacon. Could you smell the bacon? So I didn't I see the bacon. Now I feel like I missed out. I didn't see the bacon either. The bacon, there, somebody was giving out bacon. I never wow. found it. I th it probably was They out. were cooking up bacon right there. Huh? Yes, sir. They were doing a lot of activity. Like they, they were, you know, they were screen printing shirts. They were giving away pants and just all kind of crazy. It's like a just a circus there. It was a really interesting. It's spectacle. literally whatever you can try to think of that somebody else isn't doing to bring people in. You're going to do it. The problem is everyone's thinking the yeah. same. I, I don't know how many booths I saw that had like a putting green in them. Like, <laughs> right? It's like yeah. well, if I wanted to go putt somewhere, I have my choice of like 15 different <laughs> vendors that are doing it this year. A lot of money spent on the tchotchkes. What was your favorite tchotchke that you walked away with? 
You had a shirt, right? That you got. I got from... a shirt from Yachtpo. That was for my kid. It's got their little review stars on it. it. Says "Best Kid Ever." That's very, very cool. Something that you give to your kid. Yeah. Um, because that's really what it's about, right? Like, what am I going to take home to the kids? What am I going to put on my desk? That's kind of the mindset that I had there. Um, also, like, the glasses, the sunglasses that I got from Visitor. Those yeah. are really cool. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people doing similar stuff with koozies and sunglasses. So try to think outside the box there a little bit. What would you like, Michael? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to mention the Visitor sunglasses. I love my sunglasses, so I've got to have a pair with me. Um, I actually wore those sunglasses in the video we shot, right? I, we, Michael, the man Baker, wore the Visitor <laughs> Teakwood sunglasses. They look good. They looked real good. Um, Avalara, they had a uh, had a light up fedora. Um, I've still got it. You didn't wear that. Head. See, that would have made the video right, right there. Yeah. Right, right. Well, I'll give some unsolicited advice to vendors. Be very specific about what you do. You know, there's so many booths that I walk, and I was, like, what do these guys do? I saw the name and lights. There was one in particular. It was their name, and it said "Dream Big," and that's, that's okay, what is. <laughs> I have no whatever idea. You whatever you just want. dream big, and you're good. Absolutely, yeah. I felt like a lot of people were just throwing buzzwords up on signs, like "revolutionary." Yeah. Experience was the big word. You saw experience everywhere. We help you with the shopping experience, uh, so that that was big. Um, so let's talk about the buzz on the floor. A lot of people talking about what's going on. Uh, what, what did you hear? You know, one was migration. What, Sean, what were your thoughts on what people were saying about migrating to various platforms? Yeah, it, it's something that's kind of stemmed from a lot of the, the sales calls we've had recently too, just people contacting us that are either unhappy with their current platform or really just don't know what else is out there. It's really easy to get kind of stuck in the rut of if you're on one platform and not to say that it's not growing and doing great things, but there is always that unknown. What else is out there? And the platforms themselves definitely make their presence known at IRCE. They have some probably some of the most large and elaborate booths that, that you see on the floor mm-hmm. there. Right. Baker, what would you see in terms of migration? I, I've got to agree with Sean. Um, lots of people talking about where they're going to go next. It's either they're not happy with their current platform or maybe they've outgrown their current mm-hmm, platform mm-hmm. and they're looking for something that has a little more scalability. Well, I saw a lot of questions related to where the business, meaning the platform business, where it's going, You know what the strategy of that company is because obviously the, the merchant wants to make sure that whoever they – they tie themselves to is going to be healthy for the long term. So lots of questions about kind of the overall uh, trajectory of where a company is going with the with the platform. Um, so omnichannel was of course a, a big buzzword, continues to be. Uh, you want to talk about that, Sean? Yeah, I think that's you know that's been a, a theme that we've seen for a while now. A lot mm-hmm. of people talking about it. A lot of different um, third party vendors are starting to like emerge in the space to help with that. If the platform doesn't itself, I know platforms are moving that direction. Basically wanting to get your products in as many marketplaces in front of as many people as you can. And there's a lot of companies out there that that's their main focus to to push right now. Well, and B2B is also one that's a concept that's really just taken hold. I mean, it used to be where B2B was just kind of, uh, you know, it was was important, but it was just kind of on the periphery. And now it seems to be taking center stage in terms of what a lot of platforms are talking about. What a lot of vendors are offering in terms of services. Uh, let's talk about uh, social commerce. Talk to us about Facebook, Michael. 
Yeah. That, sorry, sorry. Michael, the man, Baker. Thank you. I'm, thank I'm working you. out. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there a lot of people were talking about social commerce and um, that that new channel and where that's going. Is that going to be the future, or mm-hmm. are we going to stick to maybe more traditional web methods? Um, a lot of people wondering where the new Facebook commerce is going to go. Um, is that going to be something that you can easily tie into your current site? Um, and just seem to be a lot of uncertainty about it. Right. So let's talk about what platforms are announcing for themselves. The big news to come out uh, from them at IRC. Uh, I went to the Abaco uh, road show. There's a lot of road shows. Uh, sometimes they coincide with IRC. There's a lot of road shows that are are appearing at a town near you. We'll talk more about that here in a bit. But I went to the Abaco Roadshow, and they made a, a big deal about the new search that they're rolling out and do a lot of more custom, a much more customization uh, with that. They're announcing a new login, uh, several just modifications to the platform. A lot of people want to know what the future of Abaco uh, was about, uh, considering all the shakiness with the uh, possible Yahoo acquisition. We see a lot in the news, uh, so that was a lot of uh, buzz there. Uh, at the at their road show and Sean you've got some news about big and Shopify tell us what's going on there yeah so I went to the big commerce workshop that they had on Tuesday and it was really geared more towards the merchant and some some best practices when running the store and strategies around that but a couple things that they did allude to was you know they've had a social component to their platform mm-hmm. um, but as we were talking about with omnichannel that's a big push for them this year uh, in the third and fourth quarter is to to have an integration piece that works with Amazon and eBay so that you can get your products out to, to multiple marketplaces. Right. And Shopify? Yeah. So I think one of the big takeaways from Shopify, and you can see it on the floor, is that it's the Shopify Plus booth. It's not mm-hmm. Shopify. Um, they're making a strong push towards the mid-market. And of course, Shopify Plus is their enterprise solution. So uh, I think that's really telling is that that's the brand that they're representing at IRCE and not as much just the entry-level kind of Shopify platform or right. packages that they've had. Well, I'm talking about a buzzword. Mid-market is the big buzzword among platforms. And it never seemed like we could get a solid answer what platforms define as the mid-market. I remember we talked to... One platform, a platform I'd never heard of. We always want to keep tabs on new platforms, but uh, we asked them, so you know, what's the ideal uh, merchant size? They said, well, we're really going after uh, after the mid market. And I said, well, how would you define mid market? What did they say? They said it would. They said five million to fifty million, right? And then I think uh, kind of retracted on that statement and said five million to five hundred million. Oh, a little bit of a difference <laughs> a little there. Bit. So you have one to 500 million, you know, half, it's just unbelievable. And you have some that are saying, you know, 10 to 100 million. We had one to say one to 50 million. Whatever it is, there's a lot of uh, targeting uh, for this elusive mid-market. I think we can safely say it's, uh, you know, we're talking about internet retailers, the second 500. It's, it's not typically that first 500 uh, the merchants that occupy that it's, it's it's around about that second 500 those size merchants that typically define that elusive mid-market would you say sean yeah definitely i think um the interesting thing is yeah everybody's going after this mid-market that they define in a slightly different way and they all tout that they're going to be scalable to to last your entire lifetime so it'll be interesting to see kind of how they pivot going forward as people grow on their platforms but yeah a lot of interest in the mid-market because it seems to be uh, a portion of the sector the marketing sector out there that um, hasn't been as tapped into um, as previously right 
And, uh, you know, to me, there just seems to be, to your point, there needs, there seems to be a big hole in the industry that I think the platforms are trying to fill. You know, you've got the, the big guys like uh, Hybris and Demandware, you know, just under that, typically, you've got Magento, uh, and then, you know, the, the bottom and middle is kind of being occupied by the, the hosted platforms, the Shopify's, the big commerces, the Volusions, and Abacos, 3D Carts, those kind of guys. Um, and they all want to go upstream, but I also see a lot of downstreaming as well. You know, they, they, it seems to be that the marketing messages are getting more and more murky. They, they say, you know, they can handle anybody, any merchant of, of any size, uh, whereas some platforms, the bigger platforms, are saying, nope, th this is the size merchant that we're going after. I wish that some of the, the quote-unquote smaller platforms could be that um, transparent with the, who they're going after with their marketing. What do you think? Yeah, I think an interesting uh, side note off of that is we hear about these platforms saying, yeah, we'll work with anybody, but this is our target market. I think what it comes down to is what level of service and attention are you going to get from them yeah. as you come on the platform? Like they'll they'll take your business, but if you make enough business for them, you're you're going to get the red carpet kind of service. Well, to to that point, you know, one of the things I saw with IRC, there seems to be a a big division between the companies that are really branding themselves as specialists. You know, they they occupy a certain service for the market, and those that are true generalists. Uh, I, remember, I remember seeing a big sign outside the convention hall. It says something to the effect of. They say that uh, if you do everything, you can't do everything right. We disagree or something like that. And so they're obviously positioning themselves as a generalist. Well, we, we do everything. You know, we'll do your site, market it, uh, you know, integrate with everything. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's very interesting to see how merchants are reacting to that. I think some merchants are vendored out. You know, they, they do want one throat to choke with that, whereas some want, like you said, the red carpet treatment that you typically find with the uh, the specialists out there. What, what, what do you think, Michael? Uh, keep saying that, man. What do you think, the man? Is that, is that even right, Sean? Is that, uh, uh, the man. That'll work. Okay, that'll work. Quote, unquote. So what do you think? Um, I, I agree. I think there are some merchants out there that want that one-stop shop. They want you to develop develop the site, market it, and take care of all their campaigns and even do some content management and SEO, mm -hmm. everything. Um, some people like to kind of have their hands in a bunch of different pots. They want to go to one vendor that really, really knows what they're doing with SEO and go to another vendor that really, really knows what they're doing with other content management. It's, it's really what the agenda of the business is. That's a good point, I, I yeah. believe. Yeah, uh, don't want to forget about Miva. We're talking about platforms. We met with our friends at Miva. They're actually coming here at EY Studios in July. Uh, talk more about what's happening at their platform. Uh, great guys there. They've got a road show that they announced in September, I believe. Is that right? I think that sounds in, right. In New York, up, up hopefully New York. it smells better when we go up there. <laughs> right. But uh, in Hoboken, yeah. But uh, I thought it was a great show. I thought it was very exciting uh, show. It certainly kept my interest the whole time. A lot of good energy, and uh, it was great. What was some final thoughts, Sean? No, I really enjoyed it. It was great to be there for the first time. I've been to a couple of shows 
um, but just not IRCE. So it was awesome to see so many vendors and merchants in one place that you know we've talked to before, we have relationships with, and just um, find new relationships as well. I think it was it was a very fun time for me and uh, exciting to see the buzz in, in the industry as well. I agree. Meeting with the partners and picking up their on their energy and the passion they have for e-commerce and just really networking and talking to people and figuring out where e-commerce is going. What, mm-hmm. What's what's the big next thing? I, I kept on hearing that what that line, what's the big next thing? Um, so talking to people that know their stuff and these people are going to be the innovators of the future. So it, it's nice to be a part of that. Definitely. It was great just catching up with partners that we work with and of course our clients and prospects that we're talking to as well and just a great networking event and look forward to next year as well. Appreciate you guys going. You did a great job. And we appreciate everybody listening to another episode of EY Access, and we'll see you next time.